Welcome to the Franchise Fantasy Podcast. Come to decide that the things that I tried were in my life just to get high on. When I sit alone, come get a little known, but I need more than myself this time. Step from the road to the sea to the sky, and I do believe that we rely on. When I lay it on, come get to play it on. All right, Franchise Fantasy Podcast is back, not only with the host, back in Corman's basement. We haven't done a whole lot of Thursday nights down here, but we're back tonight. What's going on, Corman? It's good to be back in the basement. Yeah, feels right. Good to be back in the guest seat. Right. Not driving the train. Well, all right, so let's go ahead and get into that. Here's my take as the host. Uh, Last week's pod was from the West Coast, the left coast, as they call it. It was a good pod. Great pod. I, I thought, thought it was solid. I thought it was it, – it felt to me – I don't know if – as a child, I used to watch the sports reporters. You remember that show, ESPN, like yeah. 9 a.m. before NFL Live came on? Very good. You'd sit around. It was kind of chillax, in, laid back. In my mind, when we started thinking about the idea, I thought it was going to be an off-the-wall podcast. That was the coordination takeover. It's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. And honestly – I almost think it was too much of a good thing in that we had so many guests on the show. Yeah. It's hard to really dive in when there's four. When you're on a vacation, Five. no four. you're busy. We kind of stuffed it in on Sunday yeah. night. We're tired. We're drained. We're hungover. We're other things. I'm going to take this back, though. You hosted better. Now, you've been around him longer. You hosted better for your first time hosting than I did. That entire first few seasons. Like, I've now you've got, been around it. So, I've kind of got the format down. I kept your format yeah. for the most part. I yeah. didn't go off the wall with it. I was, in my mind, I pictured like the entire flight out to Seattle. I was like tweaking You're it. You're walking sets. through it. Yeah. No. This just doesn't how it works. Did not happen. It doesn't how it works. And, and like, like you said, it was the end of the weekend. You, I, that was, I thought you did a really good job. I think the cast around you was pretty lethargic. There it wasn't probably, a whole lot of juice at the end of Sunday night. It probably night. would have been funnier if it was a situation like supposedly there was a scotch night in the Pollock household this past week. The, the week before the, you got there? The day – so Ryan got out there Tuesday night. Oh, I see. And they had a scotch night that first night. So it had let's just say Hanks was unable to make it earlier in the week. Ryan didn't go out. Um yeah, then you, possibly it's just me and Nat. Randy's yeah. went to bed. Me and him just drinking scotch inside, yeah. not out in the cold. Because me but. and when me and Nat did the, the so there's been two podcasts from the Pollock household. All these podcasts have either been from your basement, my apartments, Philly, Akron, Cleveland, or Nat's house. There's never been one like anywhere else. Most of them have been here, but Pollock's household has for some reason hosted two. The first one was just him and me in his man room. I don't even know. What does he call that room? The library? Scotch room. Scotch room. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Also, I, we need Wyoming, the cowpokes, to come back tonight. I kind of thought it maybe was going to be Saturday night, but I know what drunk podcasts turn into. and it just Yeah, Henry doesn't like those. We, we learned. <laughs> um, we were just a little too busy. So it, it, it sum up the fun. It sounded like a fun weekend uh, in – in a in a statement for us, um, go go go, 
It yeah, was a busy. Even there, though, we were there for it was a longer trip than many of my Seattle trips. It was just a busy trip. Got in Thursday, traveled to Tacoma. Good why, dinner party. Why does Nat Pollock not have a child yet? Do you think that's you think that's down? That's soon. Um, I don't, I don't even that. Though I have not. I didn't even write that down. I just popped in my head. I think Sky is the test run. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I'm the same age as him, if not older, and I don't have one, nor do I own a house yet. Although that process isn't is in order. Um, all right. So this podcast. You're gonna to want to stick around. We're gonna we're gonna fly through football because what is it week fucking eight? Unfortunately, you know. So we've talked football, you know, till the cows come home. But stick around because we have two real fun segments at the end. One of them, we are gonna compare Champions League owners to a TV character. It's gonna be a lot of fun later. But let's let's roll through Champions League. All right, there are three teams that are six and two: you, Kumar, Orgrown. All three have basically clinched the playoffs, right? I would think so. Yeah, all three are in. Um, yeah, explain how someone's not going to make it. Would just have to completely fall off. And I don't think any of us are paper tigers. I don't think any of us are Fugaz. Um, Orgrown's clearly the best of the three, in my personal opinion. But yeah, you and Kumar are good. Let's go, Pokes. We're back. We're back. Sorry. So we're, we're, we have Pokes. Uh, money line, and they're down 10 right now. Eight the, minutes left in the third. To the uninitiated, the Pokes are the University of Wyoming. Yeah, sorry. I'm getting a little excited. Sorry. I've had a few. Um, I yeah, was, you're all three clinched. It was a really big week by Kumar last week. Not only did he beat me, my yeah. second loss to a West Coast team. I, my two losses are both to the two teams in front of me. So you said there. something earlier tonight. This is the best Kumar's ever chance of winning a by title far. ever. He's, I think he's had some good rosters to start the year, and it usually falls off. I think he's made decent enough moves to hang around. He made some good pickups with Gaskin and Robinson. Yeah, and Robinson's I think, been fantastic. I think Kumar's legit. Carson Wentz completely screwed me. He's will soon be fired like a dog. He's on the shit list. He's going. To That's be not fine. the only reason you lost, though. No, but I would be sitting in second. Had oh I see hey, he had, had twenty two or something had Wentz just gotten fifteen points all right so the, the one of the biggest stories which Hanks always makes it about himself is Hanks one and five now he's three and five is he alive he's alive if you only have five losses so he plays poop on kids this week that can be one he's projected to win by a point right now poop on kids had Green Bay defense six I mean that's fine defense are not getting points this year. Uh, he can. Hanks is definitely alive. We got. I mean, look, Nat has a good. You wouldn't ask, is Nat alive? But no, I, Nat's team stinks. Henry's team's good. I know, but two weeks ago, you wouldn't have said, is is Nat dead? Is he? Is yeah, Nat but I think Henry's holds a little too much because there's a lot of luck and the way you know we're talking about. We're kind of in this ballots. Three and five is just but there's too much luck to lose two games. He's past Nat in his division. I don't. It's too much luck at this point. I think Hanks gets the sixth seed. Oh. Um, speaking of luck, you are a great team. I think you're a top three team. I, don't, I think you're third. I've said you get crazy luck. And how can you argue against – I got caught the ball. Thank you. 814 points against is the least points against. I don't play myself. 
No, my argument will be: look at my points four. I have the. It's third, very good. I have the third most points. However, four. there I'm is not, something to be said. There's some luck there. I didn't skate by like Dylan and got a seventy-one point. No, win. but it doesn't matter. There's it, 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 you add but it all up. When I win by forty, why does it matter that Nat shit the bed when he played me? I'd have beaten him if he'd had his best no, week of the year. There's a lot of luck with you. That's all I wanted to say. Hey, I do don't you, think I've won many close games. Do you know who's in the basement now? So our dirt got out this week. Who's in the basement of Champions League? No looking. I think the How well basement do you know the league? is for Bullock. Yep. The butthole, first of all. Oh, yeah. All right. Who is the best 4-4 four and four team? France, Marta, Ekmanity. Ekmanity. You like Ekmanity, who uh, you are getting a top, beat by right I now. I think he is a top four team. Interesting. Uh, who is the only manager in Champions League with two players in top ten points? Do you know? This year? And who are they? Yeah, so it's a Champions League manager has the only manager with two players in the top ten points. I think it's me, DK and Lockett. Nope. Uh, like overall points, so quarterbacks are seven out of the. I 10. guessed myself because DK and Lockett, the, no, the two quor- quarterbacks are like eight of these ten. Okay. Um, you're you're probably not going to know, but can you maybe name the players? Probably not. It is. This is an extremely tough question. Obviously. Tyler, it's Marta with Kamara and Tannehill. Mm. The only, the only, the wow. only manager with two top ten players. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed. Go that ahead, take the well. three, take the three. Uh, sorry, as I scream about Wyoming, take the three. Um, what? Okay, so you've been shitting on Wentz. Fine, he deserves a lot of it this year. What do you think? Where do you think he lands in points this year? And right now, when when I do points. Where he's at. Let, right let now. me explain why way I do points when I, I care about points. Points per game matter more. That gets rid of the bye week. Um, I think he's still probably 15. It's 12. More than Lamar Jackson by 30 points. So Wentz has had three games of over 29 points, mm-hmm. I believe. But it just, you can't score 10 points against the Cowboys defense. No, it was, so, bad. It was a bad game. And have two fumbles. Lost two interceptions. So sidebar, Eagles are coming to Cleveland in two weeks. Got some friends coming in from Philly. Got tickets, six tickets. About three weeks ago, I thought that was a Browns win. Who's going to win that game now? A little more nervous, personally. And I mean nervous for the Browns. The Eagles defense, oh, the, the Raiders defense sucks. I didn't. Wa- I only got to see that game on Red Zone out in Seattle. So I didn't get to see the Baker did not play that bad. Was it the wind? Was it the wind? The The Browns were like lethargic for they just didn't like they just didn't. Obviously, the Browns defense sucks. We know that. But what else happened? There were drops. They didn't run the ball great. It was not Baker's fault. I think it's a coin flip. The Eagles. I agree. It's fifty-fifty. I think we're very even team. And the Eagles are still in the playoff hunt, so they're they're going to be. They're not in the playoff. They're in the playoffs. They're going to. The Browns are in the playoff hunt. The Eagles are in the playoffs. At three, four, and one, they're in the playoffs. Like who's uh, the, uh, the Redskins are going to overtake them? The Eagles are in the playoffs. They can go six and nine and get in the playoffs. Um, who's the number one fantasy defense this year? Do you know? Um, is it my Steelers? The Indianapolis Colts. Hmm. How weird. Hmm. Browns ate them up. I felt Did like they have a. Did they have a couple of big games? Like I know the Steelers got. And so I picked the Colts the, up two weeks ago. The Steelers had a 
20. The Steelers 30. are definitely the best defense on the field. We and know that. I know they, they've been solid. They had a 23 point game for me against Garber or against Nat. Um, have the, did the Colts have like some? Game yeah, probably 22 points. points. Uh, Fulgham, kind of the Eagles flavor of the month. Marta picked him up. Good pickup. What, where do you think he ranks in points per game wide receiver wise? Just wide receivers. How good do you think this guy is? Fantasy wise, not. I mean, it's not. Is he twelve? It's fifth. And Marta doesn't even play him every week, which I don't blame Marta. But like, that's he's point. fifth. Well, how many games is he getting credit for? It's like six games. And he averages sixteen point four. Wow. Yeah. No, I was very surprised by that. All right, we're gonna go ahead and switch over to the hot takes. Um. So it was kind of a topic on Monday night. Brady and Breeze have been going back and forth. Who's going to be the all-time TDU leader? Who do you think ends their career higher, Brady or Drew Brady. Breeze? I think Breeze hangs it up at the end of the year. This is Brady, and Brady plays yeah. one more. Brady plays two more years. Do you think Brady stays with the Bucks for the two? Yeah. Niners. No, I think Brady. Or is... back to New England for one more. Yeah. One more hurrah. He's staying with. <laughs> he's staying with Tampa. What if Belichick hung it up? No. Yeah. Uh, he does want to go back to the cool. Here, here's the hottest and the best question I've ever asked in this podcast in four seasons. What's the best hour in the day? Let me. Can I give my answer first? Are we what day? Best hour in the day. You have to take them all as one. My best hour in the day is two o'clock. Even on work days, because you've rounded lunch, you're heading home. The weekends, two o'clock is an electric factory. Two's, two's too far in the day. What's the best hour in the day? Um, five o'clock solid. Yeah. The franchise fantasy podcast hot takes are brought to you by Winking Lizard, your official Ohio bar of the NFL. There is still time left to take your world beer tour. Grab some buddies and get thirsty. You won't know what is hotter, the takes or the 911 wing sauce. Also try the potato skins. Cheesy, creamy, bacony, delicious. Winking Lizard. With 18 awesome locations. Get there today. All right, hot take round. So Monday Night Football, there was a little debate. Breeze and Brady are going back and forth. Who's gonna, you know, end up the all-time touchdown leader? Who do you think ends up one? I think it's definitely Brady, because I think Drew Brees hangs it up at the end of the year. And I think Brady plays for at least – I think Brady plays for two more years after this season. So do you – then who do the – who would be the the starting quarterback for the Saints then, Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston next year? Famous Jameis. Mm-hmm. Taysom Hill is a gadget. He's a gimmick. He's a, he's a good a good toy, but he's not – I agree. Um, I, I, who, what is the best hour in the day? But this is the best question I've ever asked, I think. And let me let me tell you mine. I think it's 2 p.m. Weekends, 2 p.m. is an electric factory. You're kind of rolling into the afternoon, football. Uh, even in the spring, it's a good hour. Even on work days, you've, you've passed lunch. You, you can see the finish line. My issue is it's that post-lunch hour. You're getting tired. After no, that's lunch. like more like one. Although I usually eat lunch at about 1130. So, so mine is between, I'd say, 5 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, you're leaving work. Get out of work on a weekday. And on a weekend, 
You still have the whole evening. Ahead. So that that was my. It was the debate but between two and five. My other one. Now the problem with this answer is it kind of sucks on work days, but I think say depending on what time you wake up, nine or ten mm. in the morning, the first hour you woke up, even on a work day, especially having a commute like we both have. I actually don't. Even when I had the long commute up to Chesterland. I didn't mind the drive to work. No, I agree. Coffee drinker, I'm sitting. It gets coffee, you going. Listening to sports talk. Yeah, once you're out of bed, I'm good. On the weekends, you're like the whole day's ahead of you. That's you're relaxed fair. on the couch. Maybe sure. Champions League soccer's yeah. on TV. So yeah. I'm between five p.m. and say nine ish a.m. Okay, okay. I like two p.m. Uh, what bag of chip? If you went and bought right now at uh, you know Speedway down the street, Wawa sheets, whatever you're, would you are, are you most likely to finish the entire bag when you open it? Mm. See, that's a good question because it's a little bit different than what is your favorite bag of chips? No, what are you most likely to finish in one sitting? Bugles. Interesting. Now bugles often have small bags. You think about a normal size <laughs> bag. So okay, and I, so, okay so but hold on. My, if you're, you're going to call me out on the size of the bag. But my answer is kind of a smaller bag, too. It's, it's Fritos, barbe, barbecue Fritos twists. Mm. A little small. But there's a lot in there, though. Yeah. there's. there's but that's my answer. I could house one of those. If, if we have to use a little bit bigger bag. Well, now, when you first started answering the question, I was actually, in my mind, thinking regular Fritos. Yeah, I don't but house those. I don't house I those. Just, as, as just the... Uh, if I had to go buy a bag of chips, but if it's about finishing the bag, then it's probably because I don't ever finish a whole bag of chips unless it's bugle size, the twist Frito size. And it's probably ruffles because I'm also eating it with dip. onion dip and I'm just eating the whole Doritos. Bag. I can come pretty close with a full size bag. Pretty close. Also Pringles, the cheese Pringles, but that's, it's a sleeve. It's a little different. Uh, but no, bar- barbecue Fritos twists are my answer. I don't know if answer. I've ever not finished a whole bag of bugles when I open them. <laughs> right. You can't stop. That's insane. You're disturbed. All right. We have a pretty fun segment. Uh, we are going to compare every Champions League member to a TV character. Um, it, it was kind of hard to nail down, like, the the logistics of how we're comparing, but we're just gonna fly by the seat yeah, of our pants. Is it personality, exactly. Is it behavior of how they are fantasy football managers. Yeah, how successful. Blah is blah it blah. In life. Yeah. Nonetheless, we're just gonna roll with it. We're gonna have fun with it. I'm gonna name the manager. Do you want me to go? Or we'll rotate who goes first. Okay, you start off. I'll start. So I'm gonna name the person. I'll name my character. You name your character. We'll... Ooh, sorry. Dolphins place Miles Gaskin on IR. Yeah, Brita, who someone picked up this week. Who picked up Brita? I drafted that. It was a good pickup. I, it I wasn't paying, Kumar. I haven't been paying attention. See, I, I look, locked in on the election. See, I looked at, I tried to get Brita. I didn't even put in any bids. Who got Brita? Poop on kids. Nice move by him. Nice move by the. But by I drafted him for two bucks. All right. Um, here we go. Every manager as a TV character. The first person we're going to go with groans, which my character, it's a no-brainer, Schmabullock Sr. 
Let me let me read Schmabolic Senior from Gravity Falls fandom wiki, and it'll just explain him. Um, if I can pull it up here. All right. So Schmabolic Senior, obviously, no one fucking watches that show except for him. But he is a gnome. And he's a gnome that no one really knows what he is. And you he can only say two words, it says. Schmabolic and senior. <laughs> He's kind of a character out there. However, we all love Schmobolik. He's one of the most loved members of the league. But he's weird. He's kind of nerdy. We'll go ahead and say it. I don't know if he listens to the pod. Do you listen to the pod? <laughs> does, does he? Does... Say something. In the say, say it. Speak. Speak. Uh, big baseball fan. I don't know if Schmobolik is. But all right. Who do you have for groans? So it's here on my notes. And I'm going to give another answer because I also – Oh, you did too. Yeah. But I didn't do the research to back it up. So I'm going to go with Fry from Futurama just because I yeah. know he was a big Futurama. He's a yeah. big Futurama that was a Groening show. fan. And it's by Matt Groening. He's Matt Gronauer. So I'm going to go with Fry from Futurama. That's a good answer. All right. We are going to move to Nathaniel Pollock. You have to go first this time. Who do you have for Nat? So this one was a little tricky for me. And I'm going with Schmidt from New Girl. He's into fitness. He's into cleanliness. Everything needs to be clean. Nat's allergic to dust, allegedly. Is he? Do it. I've been told he's what, growing up. Was there dust at his house this weekend? Did you see dust? It's a big house. There was dust. But he's allergic to it. Was he sneezing all weekend? Coughing? I've never seen him sneeze. But. But <laughs> but his mom said Yeah, that that's what she says. All the Pollocks are allergic to dust. It's hereditary. Therefore they had to they have weird they, noses. They always had to keep everything dusted and clean because they're all allergic to you it. You want to hear my nat? Ted Mosby. Likeable. Mm. We love him. But we also like to kind of we like to kind of tease him. You know, successful guy, uh likable, but it's kind of easy to tease. It's kind of easy to tease a little bit. He's kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. no, good dude. Um, fan. True. Although, you know what's funny? The re- they That was like more of a, even though he is from Columbus, the real actor, the writers were from Columbus. They were the Buckeyes fans because Ted was the writer that wrote the show, like character-wise. But the actual guy is not a big sports fan, although they made him one. Um Next, we're going to go to Ekmanity. So it's my turn to go first. I'm going to go Walter White. Don't know a whole lot about him. He seems like a great dude. Got his shit together. But I just can't tell. I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. I am going with Bob Sacamano. Um, I, it's we, perfect. We talk about him. But is he, he real? Contributes. He has a, somewhat of a role in the league. But we maybe have met him, maybe haven't. Oh yeah, you're right. We kind of maybe met him that one night. I, we can't quite right, be so sure. Yeah, I met him at Garber's wedding, but oh, but, I was at Garber's wedding, but I don't remember meeting him. Yeah, I remember talking fancy baseball with him, but not everyone's met him. They think they maybe have. So I'm going with uh, Bob Sack. Good answer. Sacramento. Good answer. All right, we're gonna go with Garber. You have to go first. You kind of stole my thunder, but for Garber, I'm going with Walter White. Seems straight-laced, smart guy. 
underneath the surface, <laughs> a little bit dark. Just wait till what I say. A little bit dark. A little something, a little bit shady going on in the basement. Who knows? Um, it all looks he, kosher. It looks kosher. Could also be a murderer. I had a I, wait. Wait, <laughs> wait till you hear what I who I picked. So I hold on. Hold on. Can I, I'm going to type in who my second choice was that I almost switched to. Wait almost, till you hear who I picked, but go ahead. It's typed in who my backup was, and I almost switched to it because you use Walter White and Ecumenity. Let's go ahead and say it. My number two, I'm going with Dexter. Jesus Christ, Garber's a psychopath. Mine is Tony Soprano. We picked every anti-hero of all time for Garber for some reason. So my thing with Garber was less his actual personality and more his like fantasy personality. He's kind of the bad boy, but he's pretty successful. But he lives in the burbs. He lives up in Powell, like Tony Soprano, you know, Carmela, the whole thing. But like he'll he'll lie in the weeds. He he is the one that ratted you out and cost you a title. Like he will he will turn on you. The thing is Tony would never be a snitch. Especially about a joke. He might be. Tony will turn on anyone. Garber's big puss. That's why he's sticking <laughs> at the bottom of the Yeah, you killed him on a boat. You haven't even seen the whole show, but that's a, that's actually really good. That's great by you. Uh, here we go, Wyoming. All right, let's go with R. Dirk, and I think I have to go first. Yeah, this is answers me. No, this, I know who you're going. This one is the most uh, perfect one. R. Dirk is Dennis Reynolds, and Dirk ironically hates the show. But Dirk, here's a good answer for him. He's all when wherever he is, no matter what group, who it is, he's always the king of the social circle. It's Dennis Reynolds. He's a leader. It's a, a good trait. Also likes the ladies a little bit, a little bit. He's lives in bars, you know. He's Dennis Reynolds. You know the Dennis system, the Dirk system. We all know it. Who do you have? This is a boring answer. I think it's accurate. I went with Barney Stinson. Yeah, I thought about that. Same apartment aesthetic, likes to look nice, likes the urban lifestyle. Secretly gay. No, I'm just <laughs> I kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. Similar hair color. So Dennis and Barney are diff uh, similar, but Dennis is like the crackhead Philly yeah. version of the New York Barney. Um, Dylan. You get to go first. So I had I had two here. I'm gonna go with my first choice. And that's Hank Hill. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Likes that suburban lifestyle, probably enjoys cutting the grass, likes football, doesn't go out much. I go Ron Swanson. That's a solid one. Kind of the league curmudgeon, if you will. You know what I mean? And now obviously he's a libertarian. The real guy's not, but he is. But it's not even that. It's more of he's the league curmudgeon, and he's kind of a traditionalist to running back, which I love because I'm you and me are both traditionalists. Two running backs is the way fantasy football, the way the God handed a fantasy football to us. Get rid of it. Sorry for the quietness. That's a flag. Yep. Uh, Wyoming. My yeah, other, Ron Swanson. Who, yeah, who was your other for, answer? For Dylan was Eric Taylor, the coach from – Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I never watched Likes Friday Night football, Lights. Family Guy, pretty straight legs. So the, has I, daughter. I looked up the best characters, but the principal is actually the best character from that show. They said, um, his the wife chick? Tammy. Yeah, she's yeah, the best character. She kind of almost takes them more. I need. Movie. I need to watch that show. Um, here's here's 
it's fitting, but it was my bo- most boring answer for Tyler. I think it was Hawkeye Pierce from MASH. Super likable. We all want to be around the guy. We all really like the guy. But he's in Korea. We can't hang out with him. That's good. We I've can't never, hang with I've him. I've never seen MASH, but... You, you know who Hawkeye is. He's Alan Atta or whatever, the main character. I just don't know the character. This is my, by far... It's kind of a ladies' man, which maybe Tyler is. I don't know. Tyler was... What? Tyler, was well. my, <laughs> Tyler was by far my most difficult one. He's very tough for and me. And so I went with... It's my weirdest answer. I went with... with uh, the child, aka Baby Yoda, from the Mandalorian. I think you would say Doogie Hauser or something. <laughs> so, what, so what? Explain, explain Yoda. Oh, it's just a little Tyler. He's cute. It's played by the. It's it's a little doll. It's an actual doll, not that CGI crap. He fools people with trades. Looks harmless and all. He's so cute. The Tyler hate from you from this pod and. But he lives out in the wilderness and the swamp, and. He, he tricks people with trades and his Jedi mind tricks, <laughs> and you all fall for it. And you just hand him pieces. He had a bad draft. I don't fall for it. You he had a bad draft, and you just he used the force to just collect these pieces. Boy, the hate is just feet. flowing right so now. He, he's the little baby Yoda. You, the reason the hate is flowing is because you know his team's good. Yeah, and you all made it good. I didn't make it good. His draft was mediocre. I didn't fucking make it good. All right, let's go with Hanks. You get to go first. So, Eric Moranis, aka. This will be between the two of us, our third reference to the show. I'm going with Marshall. That's uh, pretty good. Lawyer for Big Bad Industry. Yeah, he wants to be good now, but he's not. Dating, uh, dating a redhead. Oh, yeah, that's a good comparison. Um, it didn't fit perfectly. He's kind of, he's kind of, I, I yeah, no, no, that fits very well. No, that fits very well. Like if I was just going surface. No, he's fun loving. Exactly. Like Marshall's enormous and Hanks isn't. So got, that doesn't quite baby fit. hands. There's, there's some other characters. No, no, no that's a good comparison. Hanks, but. It's a good comparison. Mine is Jerry Seinfeld. Here's why. He's he very talks, smart. Kind of he's sarcastic. His humor. He talks like, shit. His humor's right there. However... Jerry, every once in a while, looks around. He says, why don't I hang out with these guys? And that's what that's what Hanks does with us. Why don't I hang out with these fucking hillbillies? He's weird, you know. But but at the end of the day, he actually likes it. He doesn't want to admit that he likes hanging out with us, you know, us guys getting, getting in the mud, getting in the Midwest mud, that Philly mud. But he every once in a while, looks around like, why do I hang out with these guys? Why, why do I talk to these guys? But at the end of the day, he likes it. You know what I mean? Though why, he, Jerry looks around. He goes, "Why do I hang out with Kramer? Why do I ha- hang out with yeah, George?" He, but he likes it at the end of the day. Hanks made it out on uh, two different days. That's fantastic. No, three days. He came. He came for three. All right, uh, let's let's days, go to Marta. You're up first. I am going to go with the K-Man, Kramer. Okay, Mister Doofus. <laughs> He's kind of, he seems taller than he actually is. He's not actually tall. Nobody walks tall. He carries himself tall. No one knows what exactly he does. He carries himself tall, though, for some reason. He lives in a commune. I know Kramer doesn't live in a commune, but he possibly at one point. Yeah, basically. Like, no one knows what Marta actually does. No one has any clue. And, yeah, that's. All right, so mine is Officer Jimmy McNulty from The Wire. I know you haven't watched The Wire, but I'm going to explain why. One. 
McNulty is McNulty is trouble. But when he got sober later, he wasn't as fun. He was more fun when he was the drunk, freewheeling Marta. He got sober. He's not as fun. I need to watch the wire. Also, let me tell you, let me let me read a speech. This is specifically for Henry because Henry and me are, are wire fans. Lester one time, Lester's another officer, told this to McNulty. Let me tell you something, Jimmy. Jimmy McNulty. How exactly do you think it all ends? McNulty says, what do you mean? A parade? A gold watch? A shining Jimmy McNulty day moment? When you bring in a case so sweet that everyone gets together? Oh shit, he was right all along. Should have listened to the man. The job will not save you, Jimmy. It will not make you whole. It won't fill your ass up. McNulty says, I don't know. A good case? They all end. They all end in handcuffs. Click, it's over. Until the next case. Boy, you need something else out of here. McNulty says, like what? Dollhouse miniatures? Hey, 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 a life. A life, Jimmy. You know what that is? It's the shit that happens in between waiting for moments that never come. And to me, Marta is waiting for like this big moment where Marta, oh my God, Marta was right. When's it all going to come together? That's what, see, that speech summed it up for me with McNulty. McNulty's too cool for well, he was when he was drinking, and he fucking sobered up like a loser. Um, all right, let's go on to – well, so let's go ahead and um, – we're saving Kumar for, for the end, personally. Uh, who do you have for me, and then I'll go with you. You were a tough one. It's not it – maybe doesn't even fit with how I did up in characters, but for you, I went with Mac. High energy and loves the birds. Loves the birds, eagles. birds, birds. And I needed an Always Sunny. Yeah, it's got to be a filler guy. And you didn't match any of the other characters in Always Sunny. So for you, I went Archie Bunker. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Larry David. I mean, like, was it was it even in question? Was it ever in question? Neurotic. A lot of social. Like, I got a lot of problems with you people. You're going to hear about it. I'll take Larry David. Oh, you're LV to the max. Um, so I have two that are former... Members, and then we'll get to Kumar. Stevanov is Doug Heffernan. Don't even need to really expand. Yeah, that fits. That fits. I could. I I, I want him to be. Uh, I want him Rafi. to be Rafi, but that was he played Rafi in our fantasy league. Yeah, but his real the wild boy. His real life character is Doug Heffernan. To it. So then the other one, I have Mikey. He's Knight Rider Kit from Knight Rider the car. But the second one, when they came back in like 07, hmm. do you get the reference? It ended Mr. after four episodes. Oh. <laughs> a lot of hype. A lot of hype. Ended real quick. Oh, um, Mikey. Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't I, tell you to, to, to go and dive into those. But Who would Mikey be? Um, I'd say he's probably... Uh, Mikey, a lot of hype, smart. I'd say hated the league. He's he's Pete Campbell from Mad Men. Yeah, I don't, know, just, I don't know Mad Men enough. Just seen the first a little season. Full of himself. No one really likes just, him. Just firing. Everyone likes his girlfriend more than him. Yeah. All right, and then the commissioner Kumar last. I'll go first. Al Swearinger from Deadwood. 
Not a lot of people have probably seen it, but I know Henry has. Al Swearinger is the bar owner in Deadwood. Deadwood's a community out in the West. There's a police officer and there's a city manager. But everyone knows Al Swearinger, that shitbag, runs the town. You know, if you if you own the whorehouse and the bar, you run the town. He likes to get in the weeds, but at the end of the day, Kumar does put our I'll put our league in line. So we give him credit. But we know Kumar is a little shady on the front end. But at the end of the day, he does put the league in line and keep it in line. So who do you have for commission? So Kumar. He's the manager of the league. Mm-hmm. He's the head of the league. Keeps it all together. I'm going Michael Scott. It's a good comparison. So you might think he's incompetent and a total boob at times. Somehow it's profitable at the end of the day. But the league works. <laughs> um, he declared bankruptcy <laughs> once. No, I don't know. So, yeah, Kumar is Kumar's Michael Scott. He's the Michael Scott of the league. Uh, did I forget? I don't think we forgot yeah, anyone. I think we covered it all. Yeah. Uh, the only other person that was like significantly in the league that I ever thought Wayne was in the league for two years. I don't really have an answer for him. No. Uh, um, whoever that guy with the glasses is, Trailer Park Boys. Sally <laughs> likes that. Bubbles. Show. <laughs> uh, Corolla. The Corollas. They were in the league for a while. Yeah, I don't know that guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know his name, but I don't know that guy. All right. We are going to take a break. Then we're going to come back and play one more game. Uh, who would you take, Stefanski or some other coach? And uh, Corman's going to break it down. All right. We're going to play a little game. We are going to say uh, I'm going to name the NFL head coaches and Corman's going to say whether he would take Stefanski. I know this is this is a very Brown-centric podcast. Sorry. Suck it. Cincinnati stinks. Um, whether he would take Stefanski or this other head coach. So, for starters, would – and this that, this is interesting. It's Kumar's boy hated him. Stefanski or Cliff Kinsbury, who would you take? That's, um, in, that's very interesting. For the Browns job – for the Browns job, I would take Stefanski. Wow. I don't – now, maybe Cliff would be better for getting Baker going, a little more quarterback-centric mindset. But I think Stefanski is – I really think he's the right man for this job. Yeah. Um, next. So I, I'm going to keep track. So you, you one for Stefanski. Would you take Stefanski or Raheem Morris, who is coaching the uh, Falcons currently? And he's been a head coach before. I don't know. Good, but. Uh, I'll take Stefanski. Okay, so you're two for two on Stefanski. Would you take Stefanski or John Harbaugh, the coach of the Ravens? John Harbaugh. Yeah. Sean McDermott, the coach of the Buffalo Bills, or Stefanski? Stefanski. I know the Bills have kind of turned it around. Yeah, but, I mean, what have they really done? Matt Rule, coach of the Carolina Panthers, or Stefanski? I kind of think they're similar. I think they both run good organizations. Rule's defensive guy. Maybe the only difference. They're 3-4. and The Browns are 5-3. and Yeah, I think the Browns roster is better. Um, But I'm going to go with – What's the gut say? I'll go with Stefanski. Matt Nagy, 
Chicago Bears or Stefanski? Stefanski. Um, Zach Taylor, Cincinnati Bengals or Stefanski? <laughs> Stefanski. Mike McCarthy or Stefanski? Stefanski. Vic Vangio, Denver Broncos or Stefanski? I think he sucks. Stefanski. I agree with that one. Matt Patricia or Stefanski? Stefanski. I don't I know I'm gonna have to look at Patricia's. So we're like nine out of ten for Stefanski. Uh, Matt LaFleur, Green Bay Packers. So this one's, they're like very similar. I like Stefanski's zone blocking, Shanahan. Um, uh, what's his name? The former Texan, Kubiak. I like, yeah. I like that. Yeah, zone read, they call you. Yeah, yeah. I if I had LaFleur and the Packers had Stefanski, I'd probably say LaFleur for this answer. But I'll stick with Stefanski. But that one's close. They're, like, very even. They're the most even. So I even though Romeo is the coach of the Texans, we're not going to ask that. Bill O'Brien or Stefanski? Stefanski. Not a Bob guy. Frank Reich or Stefanski? Stefanski beat him this year. Yeah, he beat him. Uh, Doug Marone, Jags. Stefanski. Big Red, Andy Reid, or Stefanski? Gotta go Andy Reid. Yeah, it's got a title. He's been really good. John Gruden. That's a tough one. Boy. I don't know if I love Grudes. A, did he, I heard he just bought a house in Strongsville. Grudes 14 and 24 since he's come back. I would have loved to have Gruden any of the years that the Browns had yeah, shitty head shit, coaches. But. I'll stick with the new guy. Stefanski. I should agree with that. Uh, Anthony Lynn or Stefanski? Stefanski. 15 guys you take Stefanski over. Sean McVay. I think he's a little overrated, but I'll take McVay. Brian Flores. He's doing a bang-up job in Miami. But he's 8-14. and 14. But he's doing a good job. Uh, I still like Stefanski. I prefer... I know I... Harbaugh is not this, but I prefer an offensive line for my head coach. And I think uh, yeah. Flores is the Mike Zimmer, Minnesota Vikes, 60 and 46 up there. Stefanski. It's interesting. Stefanski left him. Bill Belichick, Garber's guy. Oh, catch that. You got to take Bill. Yeah. Uh, Sean Payton. What are you what are you thinking? I mean, what are you doing? It's just the Drew Brees thing. What? This guy's good. I know. What are you doing? I, oh, I guess Sean Payton. You don't have to. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't think he's... I think he's a little overrated. Sean Payton. Eight playoff berths in, what, nine years, ten years? Look years. at that roster. Uh, Joe Judge, New York Giants. Fancy. Um, Adam Gase. Stefanski. Took you a while there. Uh, Doug Peterson. Uh, Stefanski. No, get the fuck out of here. Uh, I'm not. I like. Okay, if 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 I this does, <laughs> Doug, does, Doug has made the playoffs 
three out of four years in Philly. Does Frank three Wright, out of the four does years. Frank Reich come with him? Wait, you as you a brain trust? you didn't ca- He's made the playoffs without Frank Reich. Two out of three years. I haven't looked the same. I haven't liked what I've seen out of Doug Peterson. We're still in this bet, baby. We're still we're gonna get like a wild I'm back. Taking over. That's Doug fine. Peterson. That is stupid. Uh, Mike that, Tomlin. Oh, Stefanski. <laughs> no, I'll tell you just Doug Peterson. He just doesn't do it for me. He has he's a fucking just, Super Bowl. He's about to get fired in Philadelphia. He's not. He's not even. The hot. The seat is even close to hot. Uh, Shanahan. Who are you, Stefanski? Shanahan. Pete Carroll. You gotta go with Pete. It took a while. Bruce Arians. Stefanski. You're nuts. We could have hired Bruce Arians auditioned for multiple games on as a broad a color commentator on CBS. We didn't hire him. I'm a huge Browns homer. You're fucking nuts. Mike Vrabel. You're nuts. I'd take Vrabel. Ron Rivera. Stefanski. So you have him as the tenth best coach in the NFL. That's not that nuts. It's pretty nuts. He's right there. He got with beat by John Green last week. He's right there with the floor. I don't think that. And but this is his first year. I'm talking growth. I, you didn't say to win the most games no. this year. No, I didn't say that. I think I'm high on Stefanski. Yeah, Doug Pearson's not that old. Bad things happen in Philadelphia. Good things. Great things. It's a great football town. Uh, that's crazy. All right, so Colorado State 31-17 Wyoming. We have Wyoming money line. There's 928 left. What do the polls, the Corman, like the Corman 538 say? What chance do we have to win this game? This bet? They're driving. I think they got 20% chance. I would say like 37% chance. All right. I hope you like the podcast. I thought the TV thing was fun. Um, yeah. Back from Corman's basement finally. It's been a while. Uh, Stop the count. Mem- mem- no, mem- fuck that. Remember what you used to say when we ended pods? Say what you used to say. Kenny G. Yeah. Mm-hmm.